Welcome back. It's 13 minutes past 11. You're listening to SAFM, The Talking Point. So we're ending the show and uh, we invited Sineo Perry, who is a former Miss Earth finalist and also international model who's currently based in New Zealand but was born in Botswana. She's currently making headlines on the African continent as she's mixing fashion, beauty while championing the fight to protect our environment. She is in the studio with us to talk about her journey and where it all started for her and if you're a young person also listening to the interview what should we take from the lessons we're about to get from Sineo Perry you are so pretty you came into the studio and just everything just sort of you can see it's kind of darkish in here (laughs) everything just sort of uh, lit up welcome thank you so much for having me good afternoon morning it's morning it's morning Morning. Yes, it's still morning. It's 13, it's 14 minutes past 11. Oh, my time is wrong then. I I thought it's half past 12. Sorry. Okay. How did you even start getting into loving the environment? Okay. So basically how it all started is um, I didn't grow up around my father. Mm -hmm. So my mother um, was a single parent and when I got the opportunity to meet my dad, the first place he took me to was the wild. And because of his passion for uh, wildlife and bird species, he na- he knows like almost all uh, birds. So me seeing him naming bird species and, you know, just his passion for animals, I also started to like get a keen interest in like um wildlife and things to do with the environment because i was thinking oh wow like why why is he so interested in this Mm -hmm. like there's a way of connecting with him yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and also that was another factor you know just me having to meet my father for the first time in such an environment meant so much to me and i think that's why i just decided you know what it holds a special place in my heart Mm -hmm. and i'm just going to make sure that i do something in this environment that will benefit um africa at large yeah so that that's how it all started so as far as your concerns, Sineo, are we doing enough, particularly us as Africans, to protect and to appreciate Africa's wildlife? I would like to uh, give gratitude to Zualu. Mm-hmm. I see they've always been um, documenting places in South Africa that have wildlife and that talk about the environment. But I think... Um, it's time for us as well as young people to take a stand and also get involved in um, using our influence to do something that is good for the environment or Mm -hmm. climate change because I think everything is visible that, you know, a lot is being affected by our environment. Mm. And our leaders also should now take um, stand and also involve us, young people and influencers in decision-making. So I think... Also, being able to um, document our own heritage sites mm-hmm. uh, would also be a powerful way for us to like get the message across. I think filmmaking is very powerful, storytelling. I would also like to give gratitude to former Miss South Africa, Shudufazo Musida. Mm-hmm. She's doing an incredible job. She's someone I've always really look, uh, looked up to because of how she. it wasn't about the title for her. It's always been about impact, and that's how she's also gotten recognition by UNDP as the Goodwill Ambassador. So I think 
storytelling is very powerful and it, it's visible through uh, former Miss South Africa. Mm. So it can be through anything. It can be through fashion, filming, um, poetry, um, anything at all. Mm, mm. So, yeah. Uh, poaching. Poaching is, is still a major problem for Africa, right? Yes. Uh, where would you say the problem lies and how can we eradicate it? Well, I, th- I think that, um, you know, being an African continent... I think we we are still lacking behind in terms of policy making. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at the policies in my country, Botswana, we've got different policies like the wildlife policy, the community-based natural resources um, uh, policy, and I think they're very outdated. So, like I said, I think it's high time government starts involving um, people like uh, Miss Botswana, Miss South Africa, in these policy making so that we're able to mitigate these uh, issues to do with poaching. And another problem I think would also be, um, you know, the gaps in protection. There's a huge gap in terms of how we are protecting our wildlife spaces, our natural, our um, national parks, our game parks. I think there's still a lot more to do in terms of how we um, segregate our land. You know, I think mm. more of the land is going to farming. I know it's a way of like us being self-reliant, mm-hmm. but I think um, ministries of housing and landing and the Ministry of Environment have to come together and like start talking about how they can you know, use up land spaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what what would you say, though, uh, the the Miss Earth uh, competition did for you in terms of amplifying the voice that you have and the voice that you use for standing up for the environment and, you know, standing up for, for, for issues that relate to poaching, for example? Um, I think the Miss Earth Botswana title has given me a much more bigger platform to Mm. get my message across. And I always say this to young people that it's not about the title. You know, you can always win the title, but how are you using your influence to impact your community or impact people around you, you know, for the benefit of the upcoming generation? Mm. We want to end the cycle where um, we keep complaining of our leadership and saying we want things to change, but we need to be the change ourselves. And I think it begins with us and how we use our influence. And I like to say that um, you only have one life to live and it's up to you how you write your story. Mm. So that's what I have to say. Please join the conversation as we talk to Sinewa Perry, just in case you just joined us. Sinewa Perry is a former Miss Earth finalist and she is an international model. She's based currently in New Zealand, but was born in Botswana and she made headlines on the African continent as she mixes fashion and beauty with champion in the fight to protect our environment. I mean, it would be interesting for me to hear young views as Sineo herself is very young. If you want to join the conversation, you can call us on 086-000-2032 and tell us to what degree you are interested in preserving the environment and what it is that you do yourself to make sure that uh, we preserve the environment. Let's hear your views, Sineo, on you know how we can make wildlife, for example, 
attractive to young people? Because a lot of people assume that wildlife is attractive to people who, you know, have uh, secured their money and yeah. want to travel. And from time to time, they will make time to go and hang out with the big five wherever they can hang out with the big five. That is absolutely true. And um, one of the projects I did in Botswana was I raised money through um, selling merchandise and I have a movement called hashtag people wildlife environment and basically what I did is from the profits that I made from that um, selling of merchandise I located um, a few orphanages in my country and I just thought to myself you know what I think it's time for me to actually introduce these young people to the wild mm. and I took them to an elephant orphanage in the outskirts of in the outskirts of the the city mm. and when they got to the elephant orphanage you know they were scared because of what they've heard about elephants and what have they heard about elephants Obviously, because they grew up in the area, their parents have told them that elephants destroy their crops and mm, farming, mm, mm. and they're not just they're not um, safe around the area. Mm. I mean, they walk to school; they don't have proper transport to get around, so they live in fear. Mm. But if we introduce them to like a place like an elephant orphanage where they can learn more about the African elephant they get to have a different perception on how they can encounter, like maybe if an elephant is about to charge, mm. they know how to um, react instead of, you know, throwing stones or something at the, mm. the animal. Mm. And also I think there are different ways we can make it exciting for, for children. Like I said, it can be through um, book writing, like what former Miss South Africa did with her mental health project. She introduced them to... Um, her book and what she experienced when she was young. So it can be through anything, even mm. art, getting children to, you know, paint, make, do paintings of animals and mm. just getting them more interested in an exciting way. So, yeah. So, so when, when you took the ones that you did take, uh, what, uh, how did that experience end? The ones that uh, went to see those elephants in the outskirts of the city uh, when you were in Botswana? Um, the reaction at first, they were quite scared and I wasn't uh -huh. surprised. Uh -huh. But as, you know, as time went on, they could tell that this animal is actually quite relaxed. It's not what we heard it is. Yeah. And they got very comfortable with the elephant handlers helping them to feed the elephants uh. and just telling them how to behave around the, the elephant. So you see, education does really... Uh, make an improvement because yeah. had they not known that then they would have like still lived in fear yeah yeah i, I, I mean you, i'm sure you're aware of the 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 stereotype that sort of exists with the beauty industry and uh, you know people would ask how would you mix beauty with caring for the environment how do you find that sort of balance and why did you you know even mix those two things together Okay, so it, I think it just depends on who you are. Yeah. Yeah, I think it depends on who you are and what you define as beauty because we all define beauty in a different way. Mm -hmm. And for me, I've always said beauty is um, within. Mm. Yes, beauty is within. It's not the appearance. The appearance can be a cherry on top, but beauty is within. Mm. And for me, I thought that, you know, 
tackling this uh, issue of taking care of the environment, I must say it was inspired by um, people like Sir David Attenborough, mm. Greta Thunberg. Look at how she's still young and mm -hmm. she's able to face world leaders and tell them the honest truth. People like Leonardo DiCaprio, who is like advocating for, he, he doesn't care which country it is, but he advocates for every single country to take care of their ecosystems. Mm. And I just thought to myself, how can I make it more exciting as former Miss Earth Botswana? And I just decided I think fashion would be a very powerful way because mm. people my age love fashion. Yeah. Yes. And why should Africa care about issues of the environment? Because, for example, here in South Africa, we're plagued by what people call the triple threat of inequality, poverty, and a high, very high unemployment rate. And that unemployment, that high unemployment rate particularly uh, affects young people. So if you say to them, care also about the environment, most would ask you why, when I already have all of these other things that I have to deal with in my day-to-day -day existence. So if I were to put the question to you, why should they care, particularly about issues of the environment, what would you say to them? Well, I would say to them, it's like being in your own household. Mm -hmm. If you live in a household that is not really clean or things are all over the place, your mind as well it would just be all over the place. Mm. So that's how it is also out there um, in our natural habitats and in our natural environments. Uh, if we do not take care of our environments, then obviously we are yet to see um, mass extinctions happening. Mm. Uh, I know that South Africa and Botswana also rely heavily on the tourism sector. Mm. So if we do have those mass extinctions, then where will we get that employment from because we rely on the tourism sector? And also, if you look at um, the current climate change that's happening around the world, we keep complaining of harsh weather conditions and, you know, harsh people are very sensitive to the sun. Some people say uh, when it rains heavily. It, it rains very heavily. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all just visible around us and it's time for us we for us to take our own uh, stand and make this uh, change happen. Because if not, then we're going to lose um, our own environments. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, even here in South Africa, just now, when uh, when it rains, uh, there's extremities. Uh, when there is no rain, there really is no rain for a very long time. So there are those extremities. So it is true that it's real. Yes. Uh, it's it's not something that, because there was a time when we were talking the environment, people say in the future it will look like this. So the future is now. It yes, has arrived yes. now. Yeah. Yes. So let's talk about the other work that you do with uh, with young people in in wherever you are, because you're New Zealand based. Yes, yes. Yes. OK, so I just moved to New Zealand. Um, Why did you move to New Zealand? <laughs> OK, I felt that I need to have um, an international platform. Now, okay. And it was a challenge that I had to give myself. Mm -hmm. I felt that, you know, as much as I love Africa, I love Botswana, um, it's time for me now to go to a place where I can actually get challenged because now the competition there is like very high. Mm -hmm. So I like challenging myself. And New Zealand being an environmental conscious country, I also thought maybe that's where my message could also just, you know... Be amplified. Be amplified, true. Mm, mm. 
and currently i just finished writing my book for children oh, that's exciting. yes mm-hmm. um i'm not yet done i'm looking for a publisher and an illustrator mm-hmm. but once it's done it's on elephants mm-hmm. so i'm just trying to get children more um excited on you know getting involved in helping us save our own wildlife so that's what i really want to get into i want to involve children in like um being able to help us protect our own environments and wildlife because i i i noticed that the just ended cop 27 that a lot of young people were involved and a lot of people were given plat- a lot of young people were given platforms to actually speak on what they feel um governments should do in order for them to have a say in uh the decision making of us having better environments. Mm. So I'm actually glad to see that, you know, COP27 actually had uh, young people there. Yeah. So I mean, it's quite fascinating. I asked that New Zealand question, uh, y- you know, because uh, they themselves face their own issues of uh, the impact of uh, the ne- the negative impact of the environment and you coming from a dry country, for example, like Botswana. So that's why I was keen that, oh, okay, you do know what, what, what ultimately does happen in the your new base yeah <laughs> your new <laughs> your new place so let's talk about carrying the flag yes. of africa to yes. the the world in fact trevor noah says that doesn't matter where we go True. as africans uh the world uh needs to know our story know our message and know what it is that uh, we stand for how are you carrying the flag uh, our flag of africa to the rest of the world uh you know what are you preaching about us in regards to the causes that you have chosen? Um, With me, I believe that having gone to a new environment like New Zealand, yes, I did get a culture shock, but I didn't want that to allow me to then change how I was brought up as an African child. Um, I believe that we still need to be well-mannered around our elders and me going to New Zealand, I noticed that it doesn't matter how old you are, um, anyone at any age can serve you. I mean, even a 90-year-old can serve you. A 90-year-old can do something for you. Whereas where I was brought up, and I know a lot of young Africans were brought up this way as well, um, it's very uncomfortable for you to see an elder like doing something for you. And I don't want that to be taken away from me so my end goal and how i'm going to carry the african flag is i'm going to my end vision is to have um, a film on how we're preserving our culture as africans Mm -hmm. uh, through our ethnic groups uh, through our food through how we celebrate um, you know different uh, celebrations like weddings like funerals and just like different things I really just want to have a film where we document our own stories to the world. So, yeah. 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 So we are in conversation with, uh, in case you just joined us, with uh, Sineo Perry. Sineo is a former Miss Earth finalist and she's an international model who is a New Zealand based, but uh, she was born in Botswana, as you heard her talk about carrying the African flag high. She's made headlines on the African continent by mixing fashion and beauty while championing the fight to protect our environment. In fact, let's talk about 
that fashion and beauty and how you use particularly fashion, for example, to send messages around issues of wildlife. I didn't stop to notice what you're wearing today because you came in so quickly and uh, sat down. But how do you use fashion to again, as you know, as a fashion person to again say, take care of your environment one and uh, protect wildlife two? Okay, so my just ended project that I partnered with an international fashion designer who's based in New Zealand and she's um, from South Korea. I, I just decided, you know what, it's about the concept at the end of the day. Um, the concept was having more of the creative industry because they have such a huge influence in how we can drive like the message of protecting our environment. I decided to involve her because she's, you know, world, well known, like mm. worldwide. Mm. Do you want to give us her name? Cecilia Kankochor. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I, I just decided that, you know what, um, this is how I'm going to bring in um, my story and how we can actually change the narrative uh-huh. through fashion. Yes. It doesn't always have to be um, through advocacy, you know, just standing behind a mic or having uh, campaigns walking down the road. It can be something quite fun that a lot of people can relate to. And the response was quite amazing, you know people from all around the world started taking interest in, you know, actually having better ideas and people started engaging with us and saying, oh, but next time you guys should have like a fashion show and, you know, include other uh, fashion designers from Africa and, you know, just make it big. So I, I like the fact that, you know, a lot of people were actually engaging in it. So, yeah. I want you, I challenge you to do the same thing, have that fashion show and uh, have uh, South African or African fashion designers and then use the space to uh, make noise about uh, the core issues that you're about. By the way, if uh, you want to ask Sineo a question, a question that relates to issues of uh, the environment and uh, the protection of wildlife, you can call our studio line on 86 That's 086 six triple zero two zero three two our whatsapp line is also open for you on zero six one four one zero four one zero seven that's zero six one four one zero four one zero seven or you can tweet us at safm radio it's eleven thirty five we'll be back in a short while opportunity. It's the first time that the Netball World Cup is being played on African soil. So put your hands up, Mzanzi, the for the Netball World Cup 2023. SAFM is sharing the festive spirit by giving away 2,000 rand in cash prizes to 10 lucky winners. To enter, SMS SAFM Festive, followed by your name to 41391. Entries are open till the 30th of December. SMSs are charged at 1 Rand 50. Free SMSs, free minutes, and SMS bundles do not apply. Terms and conditions apply. 11.37 on SAFM. We've been in conversation with uh, Sineo Perry, who is a former Miss Earth finalist and also an international model who's currently based in New Zealand but born in Botswana. She's making headlines on the African continent, uh, continent as she mixes fashion and beauty while she champions the fight to protect our environment. She's also a budding author, as you could hear. And most interesting to me is that the book that she's written is a book written for children 
and uh, she is just uh, waiting on uh, getting an illustrator because uh, the book is going to teach children about elephants and she's our guest in the studio and uh, we've been tracking her journey and uh, what she's up to. What are you doing in South Africa, by the way, outside of just coming to have this wonderful conversation with me? And where do you hope to take your message next? Um, right now in South Africa, I just came to see my other family mm-hmm. and, you know, other friends. Mm-hmm. I've got a couple of friends who are in the um, acting space. Mm-hmm. And actually one of them, I taught her about uh, all these ideas and she really wants to get involved. So hopefully she does also represent South Africa for you all. Mm-hmm. And um, where I want to see... Uh, all this ending, like I said, I want to see a lot of us young people in the, you know, creative industry collaborating and actually making a difference for our continent. You know, I think right now the biggest topic is climate change and we cannot run away from it. It's time for us to face it and we can face it through a fun way. You know, Mm. it doesn't have to be boring. It doesn't have to be monotonous as people think it is. I've come across a lot of people who have told me, you know what, it's not going to work, Sunil. It's boring. It's a boring topic. It's for people who, like, studied, you know, biology and all that. No, you don't have to have studied all that. You just have to make it fun, mm. and everyone else will relate. So I just want to see a lot of us collaborating and, you know, having our own films and, you know, having our own channels on how we are preserving um, our African heritage. So what What are your hopes for 2023? My hopes for 2023, I am hoping to join Miss New Zealand. Mm. So, yes, to amplify my message as well, that side. You're going to win. Amen. You're going to win. Listen, thank you. And uh, keep that message alive. It's a message that we need because, as uh, they say, global warming is not something that is coming in the future. It is here now, and Mm -hmm. we have to find ways to preserve our environment for future generations. You are that future generation, and you are doing something about it now. Good luck with your book. I hope if we meet again or if I follow you online, very soon I'll see that uh, the book is out and everything that you hoped uh, you'll achieve, you have achieved. And congratulations uh, for being young and going the route that you feel most strongly about in your life. Thank you so much for having me. I am so honored. Thank you, South Africa. It's been amazing. You guys have shown me so much support, and I cannot wait to represent the African uh, continent. Thank you. Where are you on the socials, by the way? Uh, Social media, Sunil Perry, all throughout Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Google, whatever. Okay. Yes. Sunil Perry. Thank you. Thank you.